Good evening, everyone, and welcome to The Real Science Exchange, the podcast where leading scientists and industry professionals meet over a few drinks to discuss the latest ideas and trends in animal nutrition. Tonight, we're in Saratoga Springs, New York, at the National Dairy Challenge with the organizers of the National Dairy Challenge. Um, to my right here is Amy Taplata Church. Um, Amy, I didn't think I'd get through that, but I did. But uh, if you wouldn't mind, give me a quick overview of, of who you are and, and what do you do for the Dairy Challenge? Yes, certainly. So I've been involved with the Dairy Challenge, oh, going on 12 or 13 years. You know how time flies. Yes. So I've done that in different roles from uh, being a, a volunteer to start and then a leader of our publicity efforts at one point, a member of the National Board and, and then on the planning committee for last year, the National and Green Bay. Oh, thank you. Dr. Van Amberg, uh, welcome back to the Real Science Exchange. Good to see you here. Good to see you, Scott. Uh, same for you, about a 15 minute over, or 15 second, second. overview. Yeah, so I got started with the Dairy Challenge in 2003 uh, when we first hosted it um, at Cobleskill, New York. That was the uh, first regional contest. Uh, I've been the coach at Cornell ever since in the nationals. I've been on the board, I've been chair, I've been organizer, I've kind of done it all. Yeah, excellent. And to my left is my uh, co-host, uh, Dr. Jeff Elliott. Uh, Jeff, glad to have you back here again. Uh, Scott. I know you're on the committee as well. Why don't you give us a quick overview of who you are and what you do? I, I may be the younger one of the group as far as being on the, not age-wise, but experience. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> Christy's kicking me under the table. <laughs> So from an experience standpoint, uh, three or four years maybe, part of the Southern region, but also on the national board with uh, several of the ones on here. Um, at this specific event, I was one of the uh, academy advisors. Excellent. Christy. Uh, Christy Fiedler, I've been involved with Dairy Challenge since 2008 when Amy Taplot uh, brought me to the National Dairy Challenge in Madison. and. Uh, I've held several roles, helped with Midwest planning, uh, been a judge, been an advisor, uh, and most recently I'm on my sixth year uh, on the board and this year as board of the National Dairy Challenge. Very well, and Barry. Well, I've been here uh, 20 years uh, working on the Dairy Challenge in various capacities. I've been the chairman of the, the, the board of directors for the Dairy Challenge and this year I was uh, asked to be the host uh, they bring it here in Saratoga, so I'm happy to do that. Uh, very well, thank you for that. Christy, I'm gonna start with you. Tell us what the Dairy Challenge is. Sure, so the Dairy Challenge is an event where we bring colleges from around the country and in Canada to come together and they come to one location to get real life, hands-on experience of what uh, people do in the industry. And so it gives them a chance to learn, it gives them a chance to network, and at the same time compete. And it's really fun watching these students and how it's thrived over the years and how the schools have advanced their programs. And the competition has just gotten tougher and tougher because the presentations and what the students deliver to the farms that they've gone to has been astonishing. Mm, that's awesome. How many teams competing this year? So this year we have 31 competition teams. Uh, there's four students in each team. And then we also have 142 students participating in the academy. And even more special, this year the Academy is celebrating their 10th anniversary. Mm, very nice. And uh, Amy, what, what makes a Dairy Challenge different? I think this is the one place that you can come and really meet so many of the leaders in the dairy industry that come from different sectors. So you have uh, leading producers in the area, you have the industry, the consultants that are serving them, and then the universities and experts that bring the students. And that's really all about the students. You know, they are the next generation and they are the ones that are gonna take this excellent industry even to another level as they learn and grow their skills. I want to hear about how things have changed from Mike. He's he, he's been in it for a while, and how is the how's the program itself matured? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I, I guess I'd start by saying when we started this whole thing, you know, the the original intent was to be able to get students. There was a desire to want to change, not change college curriculums, but to integrate curriculums to, you know. You know, we're all going to learn about the biology of the cow. We're going to learn about some human resource management. We're going to talk about cow management. What we were missing also was financial management. And the intent was to bring all of that together 
So people who are out serving, either, either acting as a dairy farmer for a profession or serving the dairy farmers as part of the allied industry could actually have functional conversations about how you, how you do all of that, right? And we move ahead. So when we started, I think the, the biggest difference from, from now till then was a, a lot of colleges and a lot of students didn't know how to do that, right? They didn't know how to think about, they hadn't taken any financial accounting. They didn't know how to do a partial budget, you know? Um, and now all of a sudden we're asking them to tell us, you know, what kind of milk they're making at peak and mid lactation, and then what the cost of production is, and then what the margin is on that, and then what may need to happen to make that better, right? and what the financial ramification is. The biggest change is we now have lots of students here who can do all of that, right? And they can have arguments about, did you do your budget right, right? Is that the right margin? Did you do your EBITDA correctly? We're talking about EBITDA now, right? We never did, that wasn't even on the radar screen, you know, 20 years ago. So it's made tremendous progress. Yeah, I can say as a sponsor that we come here to recruit these students and it's been amazing because they come out and they are ready. They are prepared for what they're going to do in the real world. And so we're always looking for this on resumes and many, many of our, our nutritionists that are out there came from Dairy Challenge and they can talk to their professors and they had the, what they've learned. And it's been it makes our job easier for training them because they're that much further advanced. Yeah. I'm going to throw this next question out to the group. Uh, you know, we talk about the Dairy Challenge being for the students, but it's it's for the industry as well, right? It's where the students aren't the only ones benefiting. Can we can maybe talk about some of the benefits? You talked about, you know, the nutritionists that are populating uh, the countryside out there. What, what are, are some of the other benefits? I see the benefit a lot as uh, networking that um, we, we do talk to the students. Most of these students are going to end up back in industry or, or back on the farm, but a, a lot of them, there is time. Uh, I just talked to a sponsor today that, you know, when the students are around, they're talking. So they're sharing ideas, they're sharing what works in their company, in their organizations. Uh, and quite honestly, we always used to say it's about your first job, but it's really about your second or third career that you will have in a different organization. Mm. Yeah, well said. Um, Amy, I'm gonna ask you for, to kind of close this out. How can the industry uh, engage uh, with the Dairy Challenge? So the short answer would be to say yes. So when you're asked to be a part of the Dairy Challenge, then say yes. So as a farm, that could look like inviting a team, uh, even for a practice session, Mike, you go out onto farms and say yes to having students come and visit your dairy. Uh, farmers could be um, judges, advisors at the academy. Um, and for the industry, then uh, certainly sponsoring through financial support or in-kind donations and having expertise here as judges advisors, um, volunteering committee. So the, one of the real benefits of Dairy Challenge is it moves around the country and we have four regional events in addition to this national. So there's a Dairy Challenge coming near you. So say yes when you're asked. Oh, very well. Well said. You know, this is obviously a well-run uh, event. It's amazing the amount of time that you guys put into it. I just want to personally thank you guys for your commitment and the time at, that you put into the students. So Thank you, and thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Tonight's PubCast stories are brought to you by Reassure Precision Release Choline. Reassure is the most researched encapsulated choline on the market today, consistently delivering results to your transition cows of higher peak milk, reduced metabolic disorders, and even in utero benefits to her calf leading to growth and health improvements. Visit balchem.com to learn more. <laughs> All right, Jeff, we're back here with the host producers here at the National Dairy Challenge this week. Uh, with us is Maxwell Chittenden uh, from Dutch Hollow, Liam Hanahan from uh, Turning Point Dairy, and Kyle Getty from Ideal Dairy. Uh, Maxwell, I think we're going to start with you. Would you mind giving me about a 30-second overview of your dairy? So our farm is all Jersey cows, and it's me and eight other family members, uh, mostly I'm on the crop and their uh, tractor side, and then my dad and my brother-in-law are on the cow side, and then I still have my grandparents and my sister there with the calves. Uh, we do about 2,000 acres, 
milk 850 cows, 900. And Liam, how about you? Just give us a 30-second overview. Okay, yeah, I'm part of the fifth generation. It's me, my cousin, and my brother. I do the operations management, my brother does the herd management, and my cousin does the shop management uh, and, and crops. We milked 920, we're very close to the city center. We're just outside of the city limits basically in Saratoga. And uh, we're excited to be here. We're excited to hear everybody's opinion of our farm. Uh, mostly critical, which is always good. Those are the best opinions. Yeah, very well. Uh, and Kyle, how about you? So Ideal Dairy is uh, located about 30 minutes north of here. Um, Multi-generation as well. Uh, um, it's a family partnership. Um, we have two senior partners, John and Denise Dickinson, and then uh, three younger partners, myself, my brother Luke and Crystal Grimaldi uh, are the three uh, kind of the operating partners at the farm. Uh, we milk about 3,500 cows and farm about 5,000 acres. All right, thank you. Now, as part of the challenge, you guys uh, basically open up your farm to uh, the students, right? They have access to your facilities, your cows, your records. Um, you'd mentioned it before, they, they found some negative things. So how does that make you feel? Well, it's nice because we all have lists of things that we would like to see changed. And what's really cool is seeing these students that get two hours on our farm. They have two days to come up with basically what we spend a lifetime trying to figure out. And seeing the things on our list get checked off by these students, seeing them pick out the exact same things is, is really cool. It's really impressive. Plus all the things that isn't that aren't on our lists that that are added to it after today. I've got my list here. Uh, it, it was really pretty cool to see. And it's a lot easier opening up our dairy to people we know are in the industry and we know are looking to better themselves and us at the same time. It's a, it's a lot easier, easier to do for sure. Did most of the students see your dairy the way you do? I think so, I think so. They, they all started off with strengths of, of the dairy and um, it's always good to see the strengths too before the uh, the critiques. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? To, to hear anything that uh, you hadn't heard before, anything that uh, was disappointing? Oh, uh, there were some new things, but nothing too major that wasn't already on our radar before. I mean, it's always scary opening up our farm and financials of strangers, but they're all smart and bring a new set of eyes to what we don't hear. We would probably overlook on a day to day basis. Yeah, yeah, very well. I would agree with that. Uh, it's a, it's always nice to have a unique set of eyes that have never been to the farm. Things that we overlook on a day-to-day -day basis, and uh, we're in a the constant pursuit of improvement. So we constructive feedback is is very welcome. I mean, we're we're always striving to get better, and and having that unique set of eyes to to point things out, and then putting numbers to it. I mean, there's a strong emphasis on financials here of say, okay, you can make a recommendation, but how are you gonna pay for it? Or or, or does this have a uh, the financial implications of how, how does that work at the farm level? And they're, they're thinking big picture from that perspective as they, as they present these ideas, which is nice. I really like how you said that. As, as dairy producers, we get such tunnel vision day to day. It's it's hard sometimes to, to pick up on things. Sometimes my cousin who works on the crop side will come over and say, that fan's broken. And that fan's been broken for months and I've been walking right by it. But I get such a tunnel vision in my day to day. It's, it's cool to get everybody else's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So was there anything, or do you have an example of something unexpected that you heard today or that fascinated you? That I need to really look into that. It was mostly, all the groups had a lot of the same ideas and kind of honed in on, okay, this is a problem. What about you other two? I think it, it was interesting. Each each group presentation that I saw, everybody kind of, there was definitely some commonality, but there was definitely some unique perspectives uh, probably caused by the regionality of it. I mean, kids that come from the West Coast, I mean, it was really interesting. The first thing they said, they, they saw the TMR screenings and they said, where's the dry hay? So the, the regional perspective of having kids from all over the country and a dairy here in the Northeast is very different than what you might see in South Texas or in Idaho. So that was, that was pretty unique for yeah. us to, to, to kind of see those different perspectives. Liam? 
one of the things they they caught us on is is we had stopped entering in some of our our calf treatments in the dairy comp and we we had stopped maybe six months ago and it was one of those things that just gets forgotten about and then as it gets forgotten all of a sudden that's the new protocol we don't enter in treatments and every single group caught us on it and said well we didn't have any data on the calves and we knew we had to make improvements on the calves but their their point was that you can't make improvements and measure it without that information in dairy comp so that was that was one of the things that that we were tunnel vision on yeah so building on that is that something now that you're going to change back to absolutely yeah, yeah. that's the first thing on my list <laughs> anything else that uh, you may change after this experience yes but our whole calf protocol uh, is, is pretty lacking we had a little bit of a change up where uh, my mother was actually the calf manager and she's retired uh, then my aunt was the calf manager then she retired so right now we don't actually have a calf manager and i think we've just been pushing it off so i think that's that's one of the big things is developing somewhat of a calf manager, whether it's promoting a feeder now into calf management or having one of us owners take on that extra responsibility. That's a big one. Yeah, good. Maxwell, anything uh, you heard today that's gonna uh, uh, make some changes? Nothing's gonna happen overnight, obviously, but I think we all have our eyes and on one thing, mostly just cow comfort and bunk management, uh, keeping parlors more efficient protocols in the parlors, helping keep the milk cleaner. It's just things like that to hone in on. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And Kyle? Uh, we, a commonality between the groups, they recognize some opportunities uh, in the transition cows and a uh, few milk quality things that maybe we were overlooking in the parlor, which was, uh, which would be immediately implementable, I guess. So that was some nice ready feedback that we could turn around and possibly even implement next week. Yeah. So now I heard that a couple of you have participated uh, in the Dairy Challenge when you guys were in college. Uh, can you guys maybe talk a little bit about the, your experience and how it's impacted you? So I went out to South Dakota in 2007 um, with Dr. Van Amberg and that was, yeah, that was a, a real eye-opening experience getting, getting to meet and interact with students from all over the country and it was just uh, never been to to that area of the country and seeing that regional dairy industry and what makes it unique and how it thrives uh, What kind of processors they're trying to service and it was just just opens your eyes getting away from your your home area and and seeing how uh, See how things are done differently in different areas Liam did were you I think yeah. it was Maxwell was it Maxwell? On the yeah. I, did, I only did the academy but it was nice going out there seeing how Dairy Challenge works meeting all the people from all around the country working together with them in such a short amount of time yeah and the time crunch and seeing what we could come up with yeah very well, well listen folks uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with us today I know this has been a huge commitment for you so we appreciate all you do for uh, the Dairy Challenge thank you <music> Welcome back to the Real Science Exchange. We're here at the National Dairy uh, Challenge, and we're here with uh, Stuart and Jessica Zyme from Tiashook Dairies. Mm -hmm. uh, Stuart, why don't you start us off, give us just a real quick overview of the, the dairy farm. Yep, so we're a family farm. I'm a fourth generation dairy farmer, and uh, we crop about 2,200 acres and milk just over 1,000 cows. And we, uh, we've been on the, the farm for quite a while. My father moved to the area in the 60s and has grown it over the years with us and we've all returned back to the farm and now we're trying to keep it rolling for the next generation. Awesome. You know, I've had the good pleasure of being at your farm before and met Jessica. We did a photo shoot there uh, in preparation for an article that we did for our Real Faces of Dairy celebration that was designed to honor and celebrate the American dairy farmer. I want to thank you for that. But uh, that aside, why don't you give us just a quick overview of what you do on the, on the dairy, uh, Jessica? Um, so what I'm doing on the dairy is trying to diversify um, our offerings. Over the past uh, 10 years or so, we have got into the beef and pork business and it made a lot of sense. It's a nice complement to the dairy. We are in kind of a area that is close to consumers. And so, um, you know, we're, we're thankful and, and um, blessed with that. We also have a pumpkin stand that has grown over the years and COVID certainly has helped those two um, those two commodities tremendously and, and bringing more people our way, um, enhancing, you know, our visibility. And so 
Over the past year, we've worked on building a farm store and renovating an old barn that was underutilized, not utilized on our farm anymore. It's about 200 years old. And we renovated that into a farm store that offers not only our products, but other local products. And in addition, it's an authentic ex uh, experience for people to come visit and, and just be in the country and enjoy the fresh air and this, an authentic uh, farm setting. Cool. Jeff, uh, I understand that Tiashuk Dairy was the host farm for the Academy. Uh, why don't you give us an overview of exactly what is the Academy? So the Academy, as you both are aware, is a little bit different than the contest. It's more educational based. And so it gives those younger students, the two-year students, um, a chance to participate, but also to continue their learning. But they, at the same time, they get to go through the same experience. They get records. They tour the dairy. They have to put a presentation together and present it. it without being judged, shall we say, but we were able to ask questions. And, and this year was phenomenal. We've changed it over the years. And I was fortunate enough with my team, we visited uh, their farm and uh, it was a great experience. Um, so I don't even know, we had probably 60, 80 students there coming off two buses and they just overwhelmed the place. And I do know based on the, uh, give you a little background then we'll get into what they presented. But at first going in, there were a couple of things all the students thought they were gonna find. They were headset on it, they were going there first and, uh, and I'll tell you, it was, uh, had to do with the calves. And they get there and the calves look phenomenal. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, we gotta find something else. And, and so they start looking for things and thinking about what they had evaluated the night before. And then right before we get, they, and they have questions for these guys. And then right before they get on the bus, Stuart, can you tell, tell us what you told them? Yeah, so you know, we're trying to challenge the, the younger students to think about as we continue to operate, like where can we invest in order to keep the farm sustainable and to really move it forward? And, and we've been struggling as a, as a team to, to, to determine where is the best dollar spent. So we said, if, if you had a million dollars or if you had two million, where is the best use of it? How could we spend it and, and how, could, how, how would it fit best for our farm? And I think they really enjoyed the challenge and it was good to see them kind of go back and their wheels start spinning and, and um, the presentations were really good. Yeah, that's awesome. So did they uh, come up with some of the same investments that, that you've been considering? So, so it, was, it was interesting to see um, they were thinking very similar and I, and I made sure that when we, when we wrapped it up after their presentations, I kind of reviewed some of them you know, with them. Um, for our family, a milking parlor has been something that we've been we've been tossing the idea around for for many years, and I think we've done a, a good job of maxing that parlor out. I don't think that we can put many more cows through it. Uh, so one team did a really nice job of presenting uh, the investment in that, you know, what it could do for our, our cows and our, our 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 time away from pen in order to you know get the cows milked quickly return them back to their pens, you know, that helps with uh, milk components. And it also, you know, helps us reduce some labor because in New York state, we're challenged with a lot of uh, changes and increased in labor costs and those type of things. So another, another thing I was appreciative of them pointing out was because they're a little younger generation than me, even is this the increased, um, you know, investment in technology. And I think sometimes on the dairy, we're a little, you know, maybe hesitant to, to make that change or make the shift. And, and I kind of came away today as a, as a good reminder to say, hey, it's coming and we should be looking at that. Interesting. So Jeff had mentioned that, uh, you know, they were there looking for problems, wanted to find some with the calves. So you're basically opening up your books, you're opening up the farm, giving them access to the cattle. Uh, is the, do you find it disconcerting at all that they're looking for problems? Um, no, I, I think that if there was anything when I was a student, I wanted to, when I toured a farm, I, I wanted the whole story and I didn't want anything to be left out. And I wanted to really understand all aspects of it, whether it was financial or whether it was the, the partnerships that made up the business or the facilities. So I never once really have felt, you know, like offended or maybe they've crossed the line. I just think for them to really understand how the dairy farm runs, they have to be able to see that whole picture of, of all the money that comes in and all the money goes out and the decisions that we make on a daily basis, you know, related to that. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Jessica, did you or Stuart, did either one of you uh, participate in the dairy challenge uh, when you guys were in college? Uh, did they have it? I just missed it. I, okay. I, I graduated from Cornell and then the, the program was started, you know, shortly after that. Okay. Same for you. I missed it by a little bit of a longer shot. <laughs> but it is an amazing program and it was great to see the kids. It was great to see their curiosity and um, the questions that they asked were just so detailed. I mean, they really were looking at every nook and cranny of the farm and it was just, it was inspiring to see like that's the future of this dairy industry yeah. right there. And um, it, it, just a wonderful experience to be able to share our farm with them. If it helps them learn and it helps us learn more about, you know, by having a, you know, outsider's point of view, you know, to point out some things, it's great. We actually had met with some dairy students a couple of days before the, um, before the contest and they weren't coming to our farm and you know they she had been the the coach had been to our farm before as a dairy challenge contestant and she took a picture of um the doorknob on the milk house and i was like what are you doing and she goes oh my gosh i'm so excited she goes when i was here this was one of our recommendations is to replace this door and you needed a doorknob and i come back <laughs> a couple years later and there's a doorknob and a brand new door she was so excited oh that's awesome like, that is that's awesome. I think what's I think what's really cool is I, I I when I was following up with the students, I said, you know, guys, in a very short period of time, you know, you you took a snapshot of our farm and you made some very good recommendations. And I said, I've been I've spent 20 years trying to work on these things to move the dairy farm forward. And and what they presented back to us in such a short period of time, I was just very impressed. I, I thought it was really great. Yeah. Well, it's obvious uh, you guys are committed to this and you see value in it for uh, your dairy and, and, and for the industry. And I just want to want to thank you for for uh, the commitment and investment that you're making in the Dairy Challenge. All right. yep. Thank you for yep. that. Thank, thank you for great. having us. You're yep. very welcome. All right, we're here uh, at the Dairy Challenge with three of the coaches from this year's uh, competition. Jeff, would you do the honors and uh, introduce them, please? I can certainly do that, and I've got to know all three of these a little bit more each year. Um, some of them I see about once a year, others a few times, but we've got Lauren Mayo. First got to know her, I think you were at Tuskegee, is that right? Yep. And now she's at North Carolina A&T State. And we've got Joe Domek yep. down here. He would be our probably our seasoned coach, as he's probably seen more changes and goals. <laughs> now it's seasoned, and uh, at Michigan State University. And then we've got Sean Wellert, and he's at Ohio State ATI. One of the things I'd like to uh, start, and maybe Lauren, we'll start with you. So, okay. how do you prepare the students for the Dairy Challenge? What's the process look like? That's a really good question. Um, so, like Dr. Um, Elliot said, that I've kind of been around for a little bit. Um, and so, I actually started as an undergrad. So, that kind of at University of Florida. And so, having that opportunity to actually go on farms before coming to the contest, to actually look at real data was really important. And so, now that I've through grad school, as we all know, you travel around the world for grad school in different places. So as I've coached several different teams at different places, it all it changes mostly based on the students. Um, but definitely I make sure each semester to go on at least two dairy farms um, and then make sure that they've taken a dairy production course and then maybe an additional hour or two each week just to go over some more numbers and get them used to seeing those things. Um, and then Speaking practice is probably the next biggest thing. Um, I tell all of my students they have to have that confidence, that eagerness to learn, um, and just being ready for anything that comes at them. So those are the biggest things for me. Yeah, very well. Um, how about you guys? You want to add anything to that? Um, so, you know, I'm in a unique position because I'm a, a, I only teach two-year students, so we're a technical school. So I only have them for about four semesters. So our program's pretty unique in that our uh, classes are pretty much exclusively dairy-centric in animal sciences that they take. So it's it's a true dairy management program. So a lot of the preparation actually comes within the classes. So, you know, we'll have a class on reproduction and you, you learn the physiology, you learn kind of the practical on-farm management, and then you do a lot of the, the data analysis and evaluation, which which pretty much mirrors what we do here at the, the Dairy Challenge. So 
even though you know the two-year schools we we can't compete in the the contest um i bring my students here to the academy which is is the sort of the practice contest i don't know if you've talked about it a lot yet but um the ones I bring are, are actually freshmen, and then they can compete in the regionals their their second year, and and that's kind of the the process I've fallen into that works. So, uh, the academy is is a lot of their prep along with with their coursework, and then, um, you know, if I have a group that's that's really excited, we we do some extra out of the class stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Very well, Joe. Jeff said that uh, you're seasoned. How many years have you been coaching, and uh, how many how many uh, how many times you been in the winter circle? Um. We've done well. We've been very blessed to uh, kind of get the hang of it and know uh, how to analyze a farm and those types of things. Uh, there's a lot of competition here. There's a lot of skilled individuals and coaches, and so it takes a little bit of luck, a little bit of skill, the right farm on the right day for all this to happen. So um, I've been involved in this uh, some form of dairy challenge since the beginning and uh, I was utilizing farm analysis in my classes back in the 90s um, just coming through the two universities that I went through both as an undergrad and as as a master's degree so the idea of doing real life evaluation the communication skills all that stuff and then presenting in front of a dairy producer I've been using that in the classroom since the 90s actually and then the idea of dairy challenge kind of originated at Michigan State and it's kind of built from there. So I've had a role in it for the last 23 years, I guess, at some point. How do you go about picking the uh, students that, that end up competing? Um, for, for us, um, it starts as a freshman now for us and uh, we built a kind of a legacy, I guess. And uh, it's a selection process. They earn their way through starting in their in their freshman classes. Uh, the seniors become mentors to the freshmen, and it, it just kind of keeps building on itself in that way. Each one of our classes um, builds on itself. Within our dairy concentration, within our animal science, we've uh, added uh, the practical classes because a lot of my background is technical school here also. So we have a lot of practical hands-on classes in our four-year curriculum, which is the four-year students really have benefited from. Um, because it really helps them to see what actually happens on a dairy. Um, you know, we can teach them about amino acids and things like that, nutrition, whatever, hormones, whatever. But if they've never seen a mixer work or if they've never seen cows be bred, uh, we try to combine all of those things into our curriculum. So by the time they become seniors, we basically take them out to dairies and they work up the dairies. We mix them up in different teams. And there's a team of us, alumni included, that sit down and figure out uh, who are the best ones to stick together and, and we're looking for different traits. We're looking for different skills. We're looking for a very balanced team that can uh, handle just about anything thrown at them. So that's kind of our freshmen know what they're getting into from day one in our program. And we everything is kind of geared toward this experience this weekend. Mm, very well. Laura, would you mind talking about some of the benefits and some of the progress you've seen some of your students make sure. over the years while competing? Yeah, so I definitely have a variety of students because we know that all students are pretty unique in um, how they respond to different environments and things like that. And so um, probably different than some of the schools that compete in this competition, um, most of the students that participate on our Dairy Challenge team or group are actually pre-vet students. Okay. Um, and so getting them to kind of see that there are other parts of the animal science industry um, and how they can contribute. And so really breaking it down so that they can truly understand, um, you know, on a practical level and not just what's in the textbook. Right. Um, and so I've had a lot of students that start off really afraid and get overwhelmed with all the information. Um, but as soon as they start to interact with more farmers, they get more comfortable and they realize like, man, this is really just trying to make a better life for the cow, right? Um, and so I have a lot of students that are very shy and now they step up in front of a group of audience and present like they were never shy before, you know? So I've had a lot of success like that and a lot of students that end up getting internships after this, um, which is probably one of the bigger reasons why I like to bring students to this so they get exposure to the industry um, that I've grown up to know and love, but also, you know, 
see and hear certain things than just from me as the crazy dairy lady. So, you know, I'm curious, um, how many of your students are from a, a, an ag background? Um, so it, it varies from year to year. Uh, you know, back 10 years ago in our program, the majority of students were from dairies and growing up and through consolidation in industry, there's, there's just not that pool of students. So um, I'm usually, you know, this year I, I have uh, one student that actually grew up on a dairy that's here out of seven students I brought. Um, in the program, I have uh, two out of about 10 that truly had a, a dairy background in the kind of the historical sense of they, their family farm they grew up on. Um, you know, a lot of them just, just come from rural areas where they may have worked on dairy farms. They, you know, through 4-H, they showed cows and, and they took an interest in it. Um, some of them actually are, are pre-vet students that, that I advise as, as a veterinarian. I advise a lot of pre-vet students. And I was like, hey, why don't you take this class? And, you know, they, they take a dairy class and then that kind of is the gateway drug to another dairy class. And the next thing you know, they're a dairy challenge, right? So... Um, you know, moving forward as an industry, I think that's a really important thing we have to do, especially in academia, is bring people into the industry just because, you know, that, that classic pool of, of, of students and workers that, that grew up with it, it isn't there. So, um, you know, I like to think that we're making a good contribution by, by doing that. It's very similar. The uh, population in my 30 plus years now in education, um, when you were dealing with a class of all dairy kids or farm kids, whatever the right definition is, you don't have that anymore. Uh, the uh, farm kid is the minority, that they're, they're, that they're not there. Um, there's fewer farms, there's fewer everything. So it is the student that uh, maybe showed a cow through 4-H or had an uncle, grandparents that were involved and get involved that way. Um, it's not a classroom full of farm kids anymore and i don't think it's ever going to be that anymore if you look we michigan state brought uh 11 kids 11 students here to the to to new york and uh just off the top of my head i think there's only two that are from a dairy that's milking cows today and the rest are associated in one way or another and one of the members of our actual team two years ago didn't know dairy at all and just got interested in this. She was a transfer student. Her interest is actually horses and has, through this process, uh, uh, gotten involved in dairy and has and is, and is really grown. And as a coach, that's what I'm looking for. And that's not a lot of what the judges and everybody sees here, but as a coach and why I stay with education, I know the growth that that young lady has gone through in the last, or all of them, but each one of them has had their own little journey uh, to get to where they do. So how long do you got? And I can tell you all kinds of stories yeah. about internships and jobs and and uh, everything that, that this exercise, this dairy challenge has meant. Yeah, yeah that's I, awesome. I had, a, I had a student, that's kind of a proud moment for me, that uh, was not from a dairy. And he came through our program. He actually came to the Northeast Regional that was just up in Glens Falls, up the road from here, and um, ended up getting an internship at one of the the contest dairies for this year. And now he's the herdsman for a oh, three thousand cow dairy. You know, what a great story. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, guys, it's obvious to me that you're very passionate about what you do and you work very hard at it. And uh, I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank, thank you, you for the commitment to the students and to the Dairy Challenge. Yep. Thank, and thank you. you for joining yep. us today. Mm -hmm. yep. thank, you. thank you. Thanks. Brought to you by Nitrisure, Precision Release Nitrogen. Nitrisure delivers a complete TMR for the rumen microbiome, helping you feed the microbes that feed your cows. To learn more about maximizing microbial protein output while reducing your carbon footprint, visit balcom.com slash nitrosure. Well, Jeff, this is what we've been looking for, the uh, 2023 winners of the National Dairy Challenge. Now, uh, before we get started, we're going to have four winners. That's correct. And I want you to kind of explain to the to the audience why there are four winners. Might be a little uh, different than what they're normally used to. You bet, Scott. So because of the number of contest teams, we must have four winners, each from a different judging panel and also normally from a different dairy. 
So that's just how it works out. We can't judge more than that in one day. Okay, very well. So we got four winners. And I think you said there were like eight contestants in each uh, in each pod? Yeah, eight yeah. teams in, right. e in each one. Okay, so our first winner tonight is University of Guelph. And the coach, Trevor DeVries. Trevor DeVries. Okay, can you, first contestant here, can you tell us your name and major? Sure, I'm Madeline McLennan, and my major is animal biology. My name is Allison Visser, and my major is Honors Agriculture. Uh, my name is Corinne Bateman, and my major is Food and Agricultural Business. And I'm Jonathan Coote, and my major is Animal Science. All right, very well. Let me be the first to congratulate you guys. Uh, I'm sure that's a lot of work. Now that it's all over, you're relieved? Definitely. Definitely yeah. relieved. Yeah, good. Now, did everything go as you had planned? Uh, maybe talk just a little bit about that. Let's go with you, Corinne. So, did everything go as expected? The plan you had put together, it all went perfectly? Um, we did a lot of preparation for the competition in terms of, you know, making our slideshow, but also talking to a lot of industry experts uh, through the University of Guelph, but also in New York State, um, and really feeling out what it was the competition was going to look like. So yeah, we definitely thought we were prepared coming in. Um, and then you get to the farm and walking around a 3,000 cow dairy is A, a lot of steps, and B, a lot of time. So. By the time we came home, it was not only it was overwhelming. It was fun. It was a great learning experience, but it was overwhelming to come home and then have like four or five hours to be able to put our presentation together. Um, so, yeah, did everything go as planned? Probably it was I was according to schedule, but it was definitely different than maybe we had planned for. In the beginning. OK. And what role did you play on the team? Did you, did you guys have your own specific roles? Um, I wouldn't say we had like specific roles, but as I, I, my major is food and agricultural business. So I, I took a financial role. Um, however, uh, our team has worked together in our class before, and we kind of understand um, how each of us work, what each of our strengths and um, work. We really worked together as a team before. Um, if you shoot out an idea and the team says, you know, that's maybe not something that I agree with, that's totally fine because the four of us, we work together, we understand the strengths and weaknesses of our team. And so we're able to, the opportunities that we came up with today were based on things we've done before, but also on everyone's input, not one person specifically. Yeah. Madeline, I'm gonna start with you down there. Give me an idea of what you think the keys of uh, success were for your team. Um, I think adding on to what Corinne said, we uh, had a lot of preparation. Um, we had really great coaches that guided us through um, everything and allowed us to set up a lot of those meetings with industry professionals um, to give us a good perspective, as well as um, through our class, we had a lot of preparation and feedback through our own versions of mini dairy challenges. And I think that helped us a lot. Yeah, good. So, Allison, I'm sure you've got some underclassmen back home that are looking to do this next year. What kind of advice are you going to give them? That's a tough one. Um, I think you just have to go with your gut sometimes, suggest something that you don't are unsure of. Um, I don't, we do always do a lot of digging through different things. You have to try different things, and they don't always end up being the suggestion you put in your presentation. So you just have to take the time and go through it and not be afraid to fail. You might go through a whole thing and then discover you're not going to make any money on the end, so you have to go back and start at the beginning, and it's frustrating, but that's sometimes what you have to do. And you have to learn to rely on your teammates and trust them to do their best because you have a time constraint, and that's one of the hardest things. You have to have something that all of you collectively can present, but at the same time, you can't all be doing all parts of it. So you have to be able to let parts go and trust your teammates and work together. Wow. Allison, that's great advice. Jonathan, I want you to think back for when you uh, first started your Dairy Challenge adventure. Think of Jonathan then, think of Jonathan now. What kind of progress have you made? What kind of growth have you made? I think the major thing, and it's of course the goal of this whole presentation is to learn a lot. And I think that's something that I very much took away, especially from industry sponsors and other people that we've had come in to talk to us either throughout our course or that we brought in for preparation for this. And I think it's really helped me kind of fine tune what I think a good dairy farm is and how to improve a dairy farm and maximize the production and efficiency on these farms. And it's really changed the way I look at dairy farms now. Instead of being awed by the allure of a newer barn, I can look at maybe some of the management aspects that maybe go unnoticed when you first walk into a new barn. Yeah, excellent, great answer. Folks, uh, this has been a great interview. Thank you for joining us this evening and congratulations.
All right, Jeff, we're back here now with our second winner. I'm going to give you the honor of announcing winner. What, which dairy was this? Dairy? This was Dairy D. All right. Okay. The winner is? The winner is Cornell University. Awesome. Congratulations, Cornell. Yeah, yep. Cornell is coached by Andrew LaPierre and Mike Van Amberg. All right. Awesome. They're having a good time now. They've been put through the rigors. Yeah. So, and you may not be aware, but basically 24 hours, you have to look through data, walk a dairy, put a presentation together, and then they go before the judges. So I'd say they're happy now. It's all done. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. So uh, why don't we start down on the end here? Uh, would you mind introducing yourself and uh, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yep. And maybe what your role was on the team, if you had roles. Uh, I'm Caroline Lafferty. I'm a senior here at Cornell University studying animal science with a concentration in dairy management and an ag business minor. I was mostly the finance person uh, on this year's team, but I also helped out in some other areas as well. Blake. I'm Blake Wadsworth from Cornell University of Animal Science, Dairy Management. Uh, on the team this year, I did some nutrition work, some repro work, all around kind of. Right, very well. Thanks, Blake. Yep. Uh, Kevin Jess, senior at Cornell University, double majoring in ag science and animal science. Uh, helped some with the repro and then some also with some cow management, uh, helping with some production stuff. Very well, thank you. Uh, Emily Starseski from Cornell University, majoring in animal science, concentrating in dairy management. Helps a lot with facilities and also some employee management. All right, great. So, Emily, I'm gonna start down there with you. So, what do you think the keys to your success was? I think the keys to our success were time management and working well as a team. So Kevin, why don't you talk about that a little bit? What is the process that you guys went through in, in, be, in becoming a champion? Oh, uh, it really just kind of took a lot of practice together as a team and kind of getting to know how we all worked and being able to uh, help each other out in the best ways we could without wasting time and being the, uh, be, I really, as Emily said, just learning how to be time efficient through practicing a little more, yeah. getting to know each other and then figuring out how, how our team functions. So when did you start um, um, preparing for this? Has it been months? Yeah, oh yeah, months. It's been uh, since the beginning of the semester back in uh, February or so. Okay, right. very well. So what I wanna know is, were you confident in your presentation going in? Uh, for the most part, we were pretty confident. I feel like um, there were some things that we caught after the fact that we were okay. second thinking a little bit, but confident for the most part, yeah. We were pretty happy with it. Okay. Were there any arguments or disagreements as you're trying to pick, picking those top two, three, four opportunities? I think we kind of had this process of where we threw out a bunch of ideas and then we kind of talked through each of them and prioritized them that way. And then as we got lower on the list, we were just like, okay, if we're not going to have time, we're not going to do them. And then we might've had a disagreement about like the top few, but we talked it out to f figure out which ones we really needed to prioritize. Okay. Let's start, Emily. I'd like to know what you're going to do uh, um, after graduation. After graduation, I'm looking uh, to go into herd and employee management, going to the Dominican Republic in August to learn Spanish, and then going to implement that on farm. Uh, good for you. Yep. Kevin? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, once I graduate, I'm going to uh, University of Nebraska for their uh, feed yard management trainee program to get a little more involved with the beef industry. All right. Very cool. Cool. Uh, so after I graduate, I'll be going back to Yield Tweed Farm, where I come from, uh, 1400 cow dairy right here in Saratoga County, uh, about 25 minutes from here, actually. Right, cool. Doing a little bit of crop work, cow work, all around. Ah, very good. And I'll be joining the Farm Credit East team as a business account analyst uh, in the Clavrack office right here in eastern New York as well. All right. Congratulations. So do you, Congratulations do you, all of yeah. So do you, th you think this experience is preparing you for that that job and career choice as you got in the field. Absolutely. I, uh, I want to be on the consultant track uh, at Farm Credit, and I think this experience is what kind of made that more evident to me, especially doing Dairy Academy last year. Okay. Very well. Congratulations, folks. Yep. Uh, thanks for joining us here this evening at the Real Science Exchange. Yep. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Jeffrey, we're getting down to the end. We've got uh, winner number three. Yes. Once again, you've got the honor, sir. Okay, hand me the envelope. So the winner that we're talking to this time, University of Wisconsin River Falls. Ah, excellent. Coach by Sylvia Kehoe.
<laughs> uh, yeah, congratulations for sure. So before we get started, let's just go down, give us your name, kind of your major and what your role was in this. My name is Ben Stone. Uh, I'm a dairy science major with a minor in chemistry. Uh, my role was more the herd health aspect and also looking at those heifer inventory numbers on our farm. Um, my name is Haley Kirkhoff. I'm a senior at UWRF this year. I'll be graduating soon. Um, I'm majoring in agribusiness with a minor in Spanish, and I was a finance person. Majoring in agribusiness. Okay. My name is Allison Wagner. I'm also from the University of Wisconsin River Falls, and I am a dairy science major, and I focus more so on the nutrition and parlor. My name is Grace Haas. Uh, I am a dairy science major and I have a minor in agriculture business. And my role on the team was going over like the reproduction and that sort of stuff. Okay. So it sounds like y'all were very, I don't want to say segregated for the lack of a better word. You each had your roles. Yes. Was, did you talk a lot or how did you come up with your original opportunities? Uh, we bounced a lot of different ideas off of each other, and I think that was one thing that made our team really strong, is that we, we're all very knowledgeable about all of our areas, so we can bounce ideas off of each other and just kind of hone in on what we want to talk about for that specific area. Okay. Y'all agree with that? Yeah, I would, echo, I would echo what Grace said. I think that uh, each of us kind of had a little bit of an advantage in certain areas in terms of being able to deep dive in some of those things, but being able to bring it back to that team aspect and say, hey, does that make sense? Like, is, am I thinking this right? Like, does this make sense if I explain it to you this way? Um, I think was extremely beneficial in being able to kind of hone in on some of those main opportunities that we were looking at on our farm. So it sounds like teamwork was one of the keys to success. Anything else you'd point to? I don't know, I just, so as someone who doesn't really come from a dairy background, um, working with Grace, Ben, and Allison was really great. Um, as a finance person, I can tell you what those ratios need, but essentially with this contest, if that farm can't afford to implement the recommendations, um, it's kind of all for naught. And then they did a really great job by kind of explaining some things to me because again, I don't come from that dairy background, so it, it was really helpful. So what was the preparation to get here? Yeah, that's a really great question. I was actually just going to say, I think that that's probably one of the biggest things for me personally is just that preparation. Um, in terms of those classes that we had at school, um, our work with our coach, our work with the industry professionals, and uh, some of those other experiences that we've had within the industry um, and have had opportunities to go to because of, the, um, because of our university, um, I think that's been a big help in terms of learning um, more about the things that kind of come into industry analysis and farm analysis stuff. Yeah, I would add going to the Midwest Dairy Challenge. I think that was really great prep for us. And then Ben and I also were at the National Academy last year in Green Bay, and that was also a huge help in prep for today. Okay, so the regionals and the academy. Yeah, yes. yeah those competitions, I, can, I know myself, I'm getting better each competition I go to, and just building off the knowledge that I've learned at that previous competition. Mm. Do you guys have a feel for how the, the Dairy Challenge has impacted your prospects for uh, your future career? Any thoughts about that? Oh, I think I can go first. Uh, at Midwest, I met a gentleman who had reached out to me earlier in the week saying, stop by my booth at the career fair. Uh, I talked to him again here at uh, National Challenge and I have an interview with him in two weeks about a potential job. So yeah, the Dairy Challenge wow. networking opportunities have greatly helped me in my career. Yeah, excellent story. Yeah, good. Yeah, I would for sure say that um, in terms of like professional development and some of those skills that you don't necessarily get to um, enhance in the classroom, this is a great opportunity to do some of that and network with industry professionals and um, kind of just build your network as well. Yeah, good. Um, as we kind of close out here, I'd like to get an idea of what you guys are planning to do after graduation. And so, Grace, why don't we start with you? Yeah, so I will be graduating December of 2023, and I'm currently in the process of getting into grad school. Okay, good. 
Um, I actually have a job lined up with a feed mill uh, from my hometown, Farmer's Grain and Feed in Allenton. So that's where I'm going to be headed All back right. to. Very good. Going to do nutrition work? Or what are you going to do? Yeah, there? ideally getting into nutrition work. So have some training ahead of me, but that's that's what we're going for. Right. Good for you. Um, so I'm looking at getting into either ag finance, which is kind of my niche, or appraisal. I'm looking at farm credit, other agribanks, et cetera. Yeah, so you were talking before also that you're going to a minor in, in Spanish. And so how do you plan to deploy that? You know, I would, if I could, if I could be like a financial analyst or like a, a finance advisor who visits farms and if they have like Spanish speaking workers where I could communicate with them, I think that would be really great. Um, but it's, until I find that opportunity, I'll just be watching a Netflix show in Spanish. So I keep it, keep up with it. All right. Very well. Uh, I, too, am also graduating, like Grace, in December of 2023, and I'm also looking at going into grad school. Very good. So what area do you want to go into? Because you said you're uh, graduating with a degree in chemistry? A minor in chemistry. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, a degree in data science with a minor in chemistry. I'm looking more towards that tra transition cow or maybe some, like, metabol uh, metabolists and how okay. that works and affects those cows going through calving. Oh. Excellent. Jeff, we may want to talk to him later. Yeah, we might. Uh, so I've, I've got one last question. Honestly, now that this is over, what did you think of the judge's presentation and was yours better? Oh, I wouldn't say ours is better, but definitely different. <laughs> um, how was it different? Yeah, I think just in terms of experience and um, like judges experience and what they can see on a farm is definitely different from what we are seeing and experiencing on a farm. And just at our level and uh, of experience and education, um, it's those things that we might not have time to look at within a 24 hour period um, or can't necessarily see out of data. So definitely think that it was different in that sense, but. Yeah. Well, congratulations folks. Uh, um, the future's bright for the ag industry with uh, folks like you uh, going into industry. So. Thanks for joining us here at the Real Science Exchange. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Congratulations. Well, Jeffrey, this is the one we've been looking for, the fourth winner of the 2023 National Dairy Challenge competition. So if you uh, will announce that the final winner, Jeff would appreciate it. You bet, you bet. Congratulations is to Purdue University, coached by Jackie Borman. Excellent, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, maybe let's just start, if each of you will start down here, just give us your name, major, maybe how you, what your role was in the team. Uh, my name's Lane Bullenbacher. I'm an animal science major, and uh, I really uh, took the photos on the farm, mostly. <laughs> my name's Chad Patterson. My major is agriculture systems management. Uh, on the farm, I focused on facilities and animal health. Uh, my name is Tobin Smith. I'm an animal science major, and uh, my role's uh, been going through and analyzing uh, the parlor and parlor data. Um, and I'm Miriam Cook. Uh, I'm a, in, a major in agriculture economics. Um, and so I guess I was kind of like financials and then just overall, and, and don't let these boys fool you. They were a, a big part of it, especially Lane. He wasn't just pictures. He, uh, he did a lot of the help with that, so they kind of keep me in check uh, also as well. Very well. Tobin, my first question is going to be for you. How in the world do you grow a mustache like that? I've been trying to do that for 64 years, and I have to color mine in with a crayon, but uh, that's that's a heck of a mustache. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, and, and second of all, it is a it was a um, so-and-so experiment. Uh, masks were on, and there was a lot of people not looking at my face from the nose down. So it's like, a, hey, how long can I get away with this? And then... Um, I got to a point where I was like, well, now I'm invested, and that was uh, November of 2020, so uh, it's been sitting there for a little while. Yeah, great story, great story. So, Miriam, did everything go as planned today, the smooth as silk, uh, or were there any bumps along the way? Oh, uh, heck no. Uh, we, we had a lot of bumps. Uh, it was quite a shock, uh, I think, to find out where we ended up here winning. Um, uh, we... It, I mean, practicing, I was like super uh, proud of our team where we're coming from. And I was like, I was like, we have like a diverse set of knowledge base. And I was like, oh, we, we did really well. When it came to the team, I mean, finding out the farm, um, I was already like in my head, super anxious. These boys can attest to it. I was like, cause I knew the farm beforehand, 
just knowing like their prefix and everything like that. And I was like, this is a really good farm. Like there's no way we're going to find anything problem wise to talk about. Um, and then, and then when we got to the farm again, the same story, like there was only a handful of things. I was like, what else are we going to do? And then these boys were just like, I don't, I don't think we need anything more. And I'm still like sitting there like, I was like, we can't just talk about like two, maybe 2.5 things. Like usually it's four in practice. So I was like, I was like, no way. I was like, no way. Like you're going to do it. And I was like, and then when it came to the presentation and everything like that, like, um, definitely a couple of these, I could see their nerves when they did it. And I was like, I was like, I was like, ah, the pressure got to us. I was like, but they came. I was on, I was like, I was proud of us beforehand. And then, and then like, I was actually, they announced, I didn't understand like they announced like participating teams in no specific order. And so when they announced all the teams, I thought they were announcing all of them. I didn't get that they weren't announcing the top two. They did those separately. So they announced the participating ones for Dairy C and they didn't say our name. And I was like, oh my gosh, we did that bad <laughs> that they didn't even need to say our names. So I was shocked. Yeah. So. So let's back up a little bit. You did end up winning despite some of your anxiousness. So what, what do you attribute to, to the win? What prepared you for this? Chad, let's start with you. Um, honestly, I grew up on a dairy farm. So coming from a dairy farm really helped a lot. Knowing what you need to look for, knowing how things should operate really helped a lot. Um, there's a couple of classes we took in school, dairy management, those helped out. Our coach helped. Okay. Lane, anything you'd add? Yeah. Uh, Professor Borman took us on, uh, took us to quite a few great dairies to evaluate. And uh, yeah, lots of similarities to a great dairy like this. And we took a lot of time practicing. Yeah. So I'll just throw this out to everybody, but I'm just kind of curious. Um, have there been aspects of the dairy challenge that has uh, prepared you for your next step in your career? Uh, I'll start us out here. I'd, I'd definitely say it's it's the networking aspect, and it's not just with people in the industry. It's it's various uh, students that are also competing, and and uh, personally, I can attest that Miriam, no matter where we go, always seems to find people that she knows, and mm -hmm. she'll fly away for five minutes when we're in a social area, and she's like, "Oh, I'll be right back," and she's chatting it up with everyone else, and. Um, been able to make those connections and then also make those connections within um, industry leaders and even on our bus ride back, um, we got to have a great conversation with the CEO of Select Sire. Uh, his name escapes me. David. David, yes. David's last name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it's little moments like that that we've been able to um, uh, be able to meet people that will no matter to what extent be able to help progress us as individuals within our careers or personally. Yeah, yeah, that's a great answer, yeah. So I've got one question. I need an honest answer now that this is over. You said you were a little anxious about your presentation, but was it better than the judges? How would you compare them? Anybody? I would say not quite. Uh, you know, the judges are always right. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, is that your honest answer, Lane? Yep. I think I think I'll need a couple weeks to process the judges' presentations. Actually, ironically, our coach, Dr. Borman, she before we went in the room to see the coaches' presentation, she said she pulled me aside and she said, "I know what they're gonna say. I want to prepare you so your reaction is not bad and you don't ask too many questions and grill them." Um, and so, like she told me beforehand, so that I wasn't like overwhelmed because I definitely disagreed <laughs> with what they had said, um, and I was like heavily texting another uh, member of another team that I was like, they're like, there's no way that they're actually saying, you know, this farm is leveraged right now, but yeah, build a new barn. That's totally great. So I was like definitely questionable, but then like I take a step back, right. And just briefly like looking at financially wise and kind of that risk being risk averse, and everything like that makes sense. Um, but I mean, I, I'd like to say like, you're convincing the judges you are right. So, I mean, I, I think we should, you know, do a little bit better than them, but they're smart. So, they have experience we don't. Would you guys uh, mind uh, just kind of letting us know what your plans are after graduation? Lane, why don't we start with you? Uh, I'd like to go back to the family family dairy farm. Okay, and uh, where's that at? In northern Indiana, a small town called Argus. Okay. Um, I'm only a junior, so I still got another year, but uh, I also plan on going back to my family's dairy farm. I'm actually from the eastern shore of Maryland. Okay, very well. 
Um, I've got a, a job lined up uh, in Chicago, actually, but um, it doesn't encompass anything with the dairy industry. Um, personally, I hadn't stepped foot on a dairy farm up until spring of last year. Is that right? It's this has been quite the trip. Uh, I'd say the main reason I'm here is because I made friends with Miriam in our uh, dairy management class this past fall, and she uh, said, hey, come out for this class. I think you'd really like it. It'll be fun. And, and first week and first farm we evaluated, I'm sitting here like, I don't know what I got myself into. And I've learned a lot along the way, but um, I'll be working for a company called Fletcher International Exports in Chicago. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, well-deserved. Uh, I wish I had an answer to that question. Uh, I do graduate in May, so I should probably find an answer. Um, so uh, tentatively, just kind of uh, doing an off-the-wall internship at a ranch in uh, Canada, working with beef cattle. Um, and so uh, beyond that, uh, my dad would like the answer to be to come back to the farm. Uh, my answer is probably going to be I like international things and policy, and I really like staring at Excel sheets and numbers. So I'm trying to figure that out. After today, uh, a nutritionist said I should go into nutrition. I don't believe I should do that, but he said I was good at it. Um, and so just kind of figuring out and weighing all that. Just to find in something that I really fall in love with. All right. Very well. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, congratulations. Job well done. And thank you for joining us here at the Real Science Exchange. Jeffrey, thank you for joining me once yep. again. Appreciate the invite. To our loyal audience, as usual, thank you for joining us and spending some time with us here. We hope you had fun. We hope you learned something. And we hope to see you next time here at the Real Science Exchange, where it's always happy hour and you're always among friends. We'd love to hear your comments or ideas for topics and guests. So please reach out via email to anh.marketing at valchem.com with any suggestions and we'll work hard to add them to the schedule. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating on your way out. You can request your Real Science Exchange t-shirt in just a few easy steps. Just like or subscribe to the Real Science Exchange and send us a screenshot along with your address and t-shirt size to anh.marketing at valchem.com. Balchem's Real Science Lecture Series of webinars continues with ruminant-focused topics on the first Tuesday of every month, monogastric-focused topics on the second Tuesday of each month, and quarterly topics for the companion animal segment. Visit balchem.com slash realscience to see the latest schedule and to register for upcoming webinars.